I don't know when music died, but it was sick for a long time. Music used to really slap. I want to go back. Music was better. Was better. Was better. Was better. Music was better. The podcast! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music Was Better, the podcast where we talk about your favorite songs and the people who love them even more. If this is your first time listening, we pick two songs, talk about the facts about those songs, and then read YouTube comments. It's not that complicated. Uh, Today we're celebrating all things Milwaukee with a special guest, but first, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Vince, a.k.a. the man that made Milwaukee famous. Oh. I'm Sam, a.k.a. the man that made Milwaukee notorious. <laughs> I guess I meant to say the beer. Not... But you're not a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, today we do have a special guest. He is the co-editor and co-founder of Milwaukee Record. He is the lead singer of the Green Day Packers. He is the host of the My First Band podcast. The one, the only, Tyler Moss. What's up? <laughs> It's weird seeing this, like, in real life. Yeah, it always is. Is everything you imagined? Uh, well, um, as you mentioned, with the My First Band thing, um, <laughs> I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like, okay, I have to lead a discussion, and, like, you kind of brief the person off the air, like, okay, this is what it's all about, and here's how long uh, we're doing it. Like, you kind of work it out ahead of time. There's, <laughs> like, oftentimes, like, a dozen emails that lead to... <laughs> you being in the room with or on the zoom call or uh, actually we use a thing called zencaster and um then like you get there and you hit the record button and then it's like um so uh how um you're going on tour right uh what's uh what's up thanks for doing this and uh the intro like the opening and then like the dismount are always the hardest part for me yeah, yeah and the middle is at least like an acceptable level of bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, hopefully they'll do most of the talking since it's about them. Right. And I'll just, like, <laughs> ask what I think the listener would want to hear. Yeah. Well, that's well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's great. I've never been in a band, so I'll probably never be on it, but... Well, it's you know aspirational. Yeah. If you form one, then the eventually... eventually I'll, I'll, take, to... <laughs> I'll take detailed notes. Yeah, if I ever need a guess. <laughs> yeah. We're so happy to have you here. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know if the listeners, if they want to know, like, the backstory behind the veil, but I've actually been here a number of times. Oh, we are yeah. what you call in the business, friends. Mm. Uh, and been shirtless here. I've been, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, that can stay under the veil. That can stay under the veil. Both in your bathroom and in your pool. Yeah, it's been... Tyler's exposing the business. <laughs> really pulling the curtain back on music was better. I've had some, I don't know, chicken breasts and some brats here. and Oh, yeah. Some that memes. was a memorable day. Who could forget? Yeah. That, um, I was involved in... breast meat and... Your, um, your birthday party thing. Yeah. On my own birthday, which was yeah. the, the perfect misdirect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so am I the first ever guest of the show? Yes, you oh, are. Oh, wow. Yeah. You are. Yeah, making history and also being a um, like the guinea pig, right? right. Uh, <laughs> so you can learn what to do better <laughs> and the sort of guess you want to avoid, right? So <laughs> it's like okay, no more monotone people, no more uh, people that say we have like and um monotone people every third word. 
So if, if you're listening, this will be the worst one with a guest that I ever, <laughs> ever will ever do. Yeah, it's, it's all better from here. <laughs> we can be optimistic. If podcasts weren't better, that will be. <laughs> uh, yeah, we brought Tyler on. He's our guest, so we catered two songs to his life, his his needs, everything. Yeah, one of them I know, and I didn't do any research on, like I didn't do um, any kind of looking ahead of time. And then the other one, I know the band it will be, but I don't know the song you're going to pick. So. Okay, okay. Um, I'm half blind, I guess. Just one eye blind? Yeah. Your third eye blind? <laughs> oh, that's not the band, though, is it? <laughs> it's not. No, okay. I wish. Okay, so I guess let's just get into the songs. Yeah, is there like a loop or something that plays here, or a drop? Better Days and the Bottom Drops Out by Milwaukee band Citizen King off their second and final album, Mobile Estates. That's not a sentence. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you familiar with uh, band Citizen King at all? Um, I don't know if I personally know anyone. I think I've interviewed the DJ because at that age in music, every band, uh, like every rock band also needed a DJ to, oh, that's cool. it was a Sugar right. Ray, the Incubus yeah. era, uh, where it's just like, yeah, that's pretty good. But what if we had a person going, <laughs> and, um, I think it's from like, Oh one, I want to say it was, um, long before I lived here. I moved here in like, Oh yeah. nine. And, uh, but I was up in the Fox Valley, about a hundred miles away from here. And it was on the radio there a lot, but also I think it was just everywhere. Right. It mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was pretty big. Um, I looked on, like on Wikipedia, there was a member of the band, but they were only a member of the band, like before the song, like when they first started. Oh man. But they like, it's like the guy who started the Hi-Fi Cafe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's but open he's, still. he's not... He wasn't on. He's, the, not, he's not on this record, so yeah. Is his name Sage or something? Yeah, like that? So much and so he's much. also not um, involved with that restaurant anymore. I think they. Yeah, I think sold, he sold it. it. He did have this one shop called Love Unlimited, which either burnt down or flood flooded like a year or two some, ago. Some biblical event. It's near the Vanguard. Uh, yeah. If we just want to like hyper localize this thing for your audience, <laughs> but um, so I don't know him but i think he's also involved in some other band called the quills at this point okay or mm-hmm. his wife or partner or something or okay something but um the other weird he's, fact he's i know stay rocking huh he's stay rocking <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i just gotta i just gotta reset myself <laughs> uh, i'm sure that's a byproduct of me not knowing any new lingo and not right. that not being that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Making up a lingo. <laughs> oh, he find out. <laughs> but um, the one thing I know about this song is that it was on um, a movie soundtrack as well for the movie, oh, yeah. uh, the Rob Schneider movie. And also, I think the female lead was the woman who got like fourth place on season one of Survivor. Okay. Um, oh. With like sort of the. Uh, the wispy hair, or wispy, that's not the right word. It's like flipped out kind of, the okay. really, like like really feathered hair. Yeah. And mm. um, it was a movie called The Animal. And the only way to save you was my radical trans-species ectomy. What's that mean? I put animal parts in you. What? Where I think he drank like badger's milk and he got super <laughs> strength. And, okay. 
and um, he'd morph into an animal basically <laughs> at night. And this is like it was in the movie itself, but then I think it was on the soundtrack too. Okay. And um, I did an article um, a few weeks ago about local bands that were on late night shows, and they were one of them. They were on, I think, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, on Conan. Yeah, yeah, late night or whatever. Right. Like when it was like the Letterman. Like when he like you know basically took over for Letterman um, when he went to CBS, and so the yeah. NBC version, not okay. the yeah, yeah. six minute video game review version that it became <laughs> at the very end. <laughs> okay, um, so that's about it. I know uh, th- it's a band where you never hear about them anymore. There are people that are just like, oh man, remember Decibully? They were awesome. Remember like the Promise Ring? Uh, they were influential, uh, like on like a national level. And this is like a. Oh yeah, they had that really big song, right? They um, they, I think they were a band called like Wild Kingdom before they were Citizen King. Yeah, and I hear more about that. Band. And I watched like I watched like a YouTube clip, and it was like, uh, it's like, like Fishbone, you know that band? Yeah, like party ska. Almost. Yeah, very kind of like Oingo Boingo. That's like what Fishbone, they, right? Yeah, that's what with they the dashboard like. Talking Heads, maybe. So it in. looked like they were a great uh, live show, and I know they toured around a lot. So, um, I've listened to a few episodes, but this is the part where we go into the YouTube comments, or do you play... Oh, we're, no, we're going to talk about facts. the song a little bit more. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got, I got some badass facts for you here. The song peaked at number 25 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and number 20 on Canada's RPM Top Singles chart in August 1999. The song was produced by Eric Valentine, who had recent hits with Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth and Third Eye Blind. Like... It only got to number I kind of get that. I get. I I see that connection. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Smash Mouth and Third Eye Blind. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like sort of the bridge in between those two. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Where it's like a. It's not very serious. At least this one song isn't. Which mm-hmm. I think is the only song I've ever heard by them. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the world. And um, <laughs> it's also yeah. It has this kind of like up tempo, like radio friendly. Yeah. Thing. Right. That era of. I mean, mostly Smash Mouth. They had that. That Walking in the Sun song, which I guess wasn't super positive, but... <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, it was, like, all-star, like, adjacent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Better Days is actually about the condition of the band three years before the song became a hit, when Mount Sims was working at a general store and yearned for a life where music was his only focus. Yeah, what general store is in... General well, store? Like Wisconsin's <laughs> biggest city. Yeah, right. Thank you for your service, general store. Yeah. <laughs> Stolen Valor right there. Yeah. Hey, it's, it was it was the 90s, so it was, times were a little different. We had yeah, a thing was... called a rotary phone. You probably don't even know what that was. <laughs> we weren't yet in the two wars that literally just ended <laughs> yeah. a few weeks they? ago. Or did they? Uh, the song features Citizen King's unique mixture of rock, hip-hop, soul, and punk. But many people found it to be not that unique as it sounded. As it sounded like a lot of other music at the time. The Washington Post threw shade at Citizen King, saying, The band just sounds like the Red Hot Beastie Spin Doctors. (laughs) Why would that be a bad thing? That sounds awesome. And also, of all those bands, why did Spin Doctors... That's the only one that was unchanged. (laughs) Uh, Maybe uh, the writer is just like, if I just say doctors, they're going to be like... like, Talking about actual doctors. (laughs) Yeah. Or Spin, just like the magazine, or... Spin City, the hit show of the time? Yeah. I think of Frank's Red Hot. Frank's <laughs> Red Hot Beastie Spin Doctors. 
the band was especially thought to be ripping off Beck, specifically his album Odelay. Hmm. I could hear that. Yeah. Uh, was Odelay uh, the one with Loser on it, or was that the one after? I think it was. Uh, but I I don't know. Oh, yeah. Man, the I had a t-shirt that said Loser back then. <laughs> That was pretty cool. But was it yeah. a best shirt? Or was it just the I think it was, shirt a, I think it was a sub pop shirt, which I don't know how I had that. I wasn't that cool. The only Beck I like is Glenn Beck. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> no, Beck Bennett. Oh, Beck oh Bennett. even worse. <laughs> uh, many people believe this song is by Sublime, as during its peak of popularity, it was mislabeled on LimeWire. <gasps> oh, no. That's what you get for stealing. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. <laughs> You wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> you wouldn't mama a Mia. You wouldn't citizen a king. Um, however, the band had been making this type of music since the early 90s in Milwaukee. Their earlier recordings show a progression to where a song and album like this makes sense. Lead singer Matt Sims admitted that Beck's Odile had a big impact on them. But he said that when Odile first dropped, there were many people saying that Beck was the one biting their style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not hip with the lingo, Sam. <laughs> but yeah, there definitely seems to be a thing with Citizen King where like, they were signed to a major label, but they were like kind of on the shelf for a while before they got to release this. Mm-hmm. And it seems like during that time they went from like being original to to everyone thinking they're a knockoff. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, and I think oftentimes, like, once you are on a major label, and it's not just, like, what you're doing because you're, like, an independent band, like, there's no expectations, and then once you're on it, it's like, well, we need a hit, so we're going to put you with this guy who worked with these bands and had some success. Right. And so, obviously, it's going to sound a little bit, like, derivative of right. that, because that's what yeah, the person that, does, uh... and you're attempting to get... You're you're looking for like a moving like target, just like oh this worked it, um, in 1997, mm-hmm. and then once you finish the album, it's like oh it's 1999. Shit, we missed the moment. Right. Yeah. And um, so I don't know. Just um, I guess there's a reason why it was never number one, but it was always just like there enough. I think where it's just like oh yeah, this reminds me sort of of a different thing. It's right. like the uh, the knockoff recipe for. Um, like a thing you like at a restaurant that's not in your city or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Bloomin' like, Onions. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're the Bloomin' Onions of music. But, like, the more I, like, look into them and, and stuff, I was like, they should have had Sugar Ray's career. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, this is sounds just like that. Yeah, but it's better than that. Maybe I'm just, know. like, there showing my... There were some really my, good Sugar Ray songs, though, too. Maybe I'm just showing my yeah, you know, local bias. We could have yeah. had Citizen King in the live-action Scooby-Doo movie instead of... Sugar Ray. I mean, or was that those wars you spoke one? about earlier? Maybe they wouldn't have happened if, <laughs> if that happened. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, what's his name? Matt Sims. He could be married to a really old lady now, <laughs> like uh, Mark McGrath is. He, um, is. he could have been a reigning celebrity Jeopardy champion <laughs> yeah. and host of Entertainment Tonight. Um, he could have played at the Wisconsin State Fair in the year 2014, <laughs> where me and 300 other people saw him. <laughs> He wishes. <laughs> Matt Sims like a big DJ, no? Matt Sims. Or Mount Sims. Is what oh, Mount Sims, yeah. Is, oh. I think his name is Matt, but it goes by Mount, no? Oh. 
Don't mind if I do. <laughs> mount Sims. Hey, Mount. Hey, that's one mount I want to climb, know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> mount Sims, well, if he asks nicely. <laughs> they were also at the, uh, the Age in Music where you could actually make real money still. Right. It's the very end because you mentioned LimeWire and then the whole industry scrambled and shifted and got worse and the bottom dropped out. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> to reference the song's name, but... They, I'm sure, are making, like, decent residuals on this thing still. Yeah. Like, they probably, at least, like, the regular song, the main songwriter, uh, he probably gets the mailbox money every now and then, where it's just like, hey, we ironically use this in um, an episode of, like, Pen15. Right. (laughs) What? $6,000? Holy shit. (laughs) So I guess you're saying music was better yeah I it actually so. paid <laughs> you get well, the music t- industry was well not better <laughs> but it was uh, um at least aware that it had to pay like a little bit to the people <laughs> like or maybe they owe their label money and they're never gonna see another sentiment who knows that happens a lot too hmm. it's like uh once that six thousand dollar check hits Honey, we're going to Chili's tonight <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> this, this wake is up the kids. Success. We're going to the Dells this weekend. <laughs> Despite the success of the album, the high charting Better Days and constant touring, the band's popularity eventually dropped off and Citizen King disbanded in 2002. Another yeah. victim of 9 11. Their last word on their message board was Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this song was included in the soundtrack for the 2000 film Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, nice. That's the one where Nicolas Cage is like, uh, he wiggles his fingers a bunch and, and like looks all like serious and he's like, let's go. Yeah. Or, let's ride or whatever. <laughs> okay, let's ride. Yeah. And I think Angelina Jolie had dreads in it. So maybe a problematic oh. movie in retrospect. <laughs> Sign of the times. Uh, but they basically stole cars in less than 60 seconds. Yeah. And got in a little bit, they bit off a little too much more than they could chew, or whatever the yep. saying is, and uh, they had to work their way out of a real uh, real pickle. Hey, you know one thing I learned watching that movie? Crime doesn't pay. <laughs> yeah. Or does it? <laughs> Tell that to these guys in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Italian job was uh, Citizen King um, of that, you know, like to their back. Oh, yeah. Oh, because uh, they did that a few years later. They did something that was. Would uh, they have the Mini well Coopers in that movie? Yeah, and then I saw them like, I gotta get that car. <laughs> that car is so cool. It's so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that and the Dodge Viper, the PT Cruiser. Uh, oh God! Yeah, those like, PT automobiles were better. Were so <laughs> yeah, they were. Cars were better. Yeah, the Volkswagen Bugs. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. this song, I've seen Better Days. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the 90s. That was Better Day. <laughs> um, better Days was also used to close out both the series pilot and the series finale of the Fox sitcom, Malcolm in the Middle. You oh, wow. would not believe how many of the comments were about this. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle? Were about just like, one of the greatest shows ever, Malcolm in the Middle. Like, I think they use... Uh, for their theme song, it was a They Might Be Giants yep. song. I think the only one I really know by them. Um, and also, weird fact, at the end of the series, Malcolm was no longer in the middle because they had that other kid. So he, like, I guess him and maybe Dewey 
the the youngest at the beginning of the series. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had another kid. Oh, so. I thought you were going to say, like, the older brother died or something. I've never seen Malcolm in the Middle. The good thing no. is... Like, now Malcolm's no, the oldest. The good thing is <laughs> it's a double meaning because it's also about Malcolm in the Middle class. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore thanks to these fat cats in Washington. <laughs> you should write a blog post about it. <laughs> yeah, log on to Medium and write something and... Uh... You should write a YouTube comment like that. Um, also, was that show Malcolm in the Middle? I heard this theory that it was like um, an alternate universe version of the show Breaking Bad. Or as like a precursor. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. I could see it. Okay, well, that's it for our facts. Do you oh. have any other thoughts about uh, um, Citizen King's Better Days? Before we get into the YouTube comments. Well, do I? Um, not really. I think I'm good. Do you think we could get any traction for this to be the official song of Milwaukee? No, I don't think so. Okay. Milwaukee has um, never I think, seen better days. <laughs> um, I think in my projects, uh, the song by Cuckoo Cal, from, oh. I think around the same time. Next time you're on, that's what we'll have to do then. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if there's next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm used to there just being like a one and done. Like I'll actually be like, oh my god, I really enjoyed speaking to this person. But I'll never be able to again because <laughs> I learned about their first band and yep. yeah, yeah. Start a, another podcast, my second band, <laughs> <laughs> my second band podcast. No, my I mean my. No, second I should probably just not do the one podcast I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom keeps saying. But guess what, mom? I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. uh, is your mom? Uh, is she aware how to listen to podcasts? I I doubt it. I'm so happy mine's not. Uh, the one time she asked how, it's like, um, hey, I want to listen to your Charlie Barron's interview. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, oh, um, I, um, it's already gone. Like, you know how <laughs> if you don't watch the show fast enough, uh, like you miss it. it there might back. be there might be a rerun in a few years. It went but... back in the Milwaukee Record yeah. vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we erased it after a few days. You gotta uh, like tell her some piece of technology. Like, what well, you gotta. Got a Xerox four eighty five. Okay, what you want to do is plug that into your your, uh, uh, your transmodulator. <laughs> right, right. Um, are you working with a T one or a six Z? Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> unless our moms got something to say about this podcast, we just got to get in. Yeah, to the YouTube comments. Okay, let's do it. Here's a comment from The Meister. Iconic song of my childhood. I downloaded million times and I won't stop. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of times. So they the downloaded it, yeah, multiple times. <laughs> million times. Their entire iPod now. There's <laughs> 100 songs that are labeled Sublime What I Got. <laughs> they, won't, they won't stop. I don't know. Well, let's move on to another comment from Sugar Shane. Ooh. Flat tire. Check. Lost wallet. Check. Relationship ended. Check. On the verge of suicide. Check. Oh. This song helped me through all of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I guess um, we never talked about what the song was about. Just a series of misfortunes that like, befalls the lead singer or... The person that represents mm-hmm. all of yeah. us, the listener. 
and it's like you missed the bus, you're, uh, but it's okay because you're in no hurry and lost your wallet, your job. Um, I think it's like one foot in a hole, one, one foot getting, getting deeper. deeper. Quicksand. Shibba dibba dibba, blown out the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, anger, I ain't anger. got nothing left to lose. So it's like you're kind of reveling in like, well, everything sucks, but it literally can't get any worse. Yeah, at least yeah. I'm poor. Yeah. At least I was upbeat tune to sing all my woes to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that person's referencing, and I'm happy it uh, it worked, but I'm also really sad that something that insignificant is able to be the deciding <laughs> factor. I was so close, but <laughs> then I heard this song is the reason. My life, like it's just like a house of cards. It's like what call. other little thing could happen? Losing your yeah. wallet's going to bring you to the brink. <laughs> When you call the suicide helpline, it's just this song playing <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> and most people never even get to the opera. They yeah, just hear it and they're like, like, you know oh. what? I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, either I'll be fine or, or uh, I'm not going to get to this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, yeah, make sure to call it. Yeah, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know the number. We'll co- look it up. Let's uh, we'll move on. Show comments. Let's move on to Scorpio 93. The 90s was a great time, going swimming at the water park as a kid, and this would play and watching all the 90s kids show like Hey Arnold and Rugrats and admiring Michael Jordan and Tony Hawk. (laughs) Malcolm in the Middle back in the early 2000s. I complained sometimes as a kid that I wish I was older, but damn, now I wish I could have gone back. Wow. Yeah, I just realized, actually, he was in the middle at the end of the series, because he had that older brother, Francis, as in, um, he was in military school, so he was yeah. a third out of five, so um, I oh, guess I was, was wrong. right in the middle. Was yeah, ever... no need for a retraction, guys. <laughs> when it started, then, he wouldn't have been Yeah, he wouldn't have been at first. He was the Second the lower, he oh. was in the, the 40th percentile or right. something like that. Yeah. Or the 50th, yeah, the lower 50th percentile of age. I'll tell you what. Those Malcolm and parents, maybe uh, you should try some protection. (laughs) Maybe you should put something in the middle of your penis and the egg. (laughs) Just a thought, Hal. Um, Also, Lois, right? That was her name? Or Lois? Yeah, I think Lois. Uh, that's a really popular name, I guess, for like, for moms on Fox uh, <laughs> yeah. holy shows. Crap, holy crap, Oh, Lois. Lois. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's bad. <laughs> um, so, um, she's originally from, uh, like, the area, though, like, the Milwaukee area. So oh, really? that had a role Whoa. in that she's like, hey, producers. Yeah. I want you to do me Represent a solid. Represent <laughs> my city. Full circle. She's more likely just not aware of it. But, yeah. um, so, like, the water park. And watch all the 90s shows like Hey Arnold and Rugrats. I don't think those exist at the same time. I think it was like a, it's like the Mandela effect where you thought those were all at the same time, but yeah. those were like a Rugrats only have like two gap. seasons. I'm also curious why they put Michael Jordan and Tony Hawk in quotation marks. Are they yeah. fictional characters? <laughs> well, maybe be. if if you do like the name Tony, like short for Anthony, um, mm. Anthony Hawk. Yeah. Which is weird. That was his real last name. I watched a documentary about him. Uh, the HBO Max one. Okay. And nice. his last name is Hawk. It's, yeah, it's just like certain it's words. Like Destiny, you know? Yeah, like the first name Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if his cool. name was like Tony Leibowitz, you wouldn't have a skateboardist like Leibowitz. Yeah. Or maybe you would, who knows? Leibowitz. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm. 
I'm sorry, I'm uh, derailing the show. Anything on this podcast is trademarked by us, so yeah. don't even try to steal this by idea. Us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Tony Lipowitz brand. Yeah, back off. Right, let's get back to some comments on uh, Citizens King Better Days. This one comes from Coffin Cheater. <laughs> 90s rock, no preaching, no politics, just fun. Can we please go back? I Some really can't points. think of a lot of pop songs that have politics in them, though, you know? Doesn't, like, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> that was also from the, from the 90s? <laughs> yeah, so people just never... Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of songs that have nothing to do with it, like... Right. Well, you know, kid rock songs these days aren't <laughs> the same as they were in the 90s. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. Yeah, more like adult contemporary. <laughs> Uh, that's a joke I said on the internet a few years ago. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Happy I found a spot for it. We love it. Here's another uh, comment from MGN TV. Who came because of Malcolm in the Middle? Who what? Who, <laughs> who came because of Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, <laughs> you were jerking it to Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. <laughs> uh, oh, who came to this song? Oh, right. okay. That's how, I read, that's how I read it, too, the first one. <laughs> no, I was, yeah, thinking about, like, orgasms. Yeah. Or yeah. Just, like... Who else? Uh, I'm sure, though, for young women or, like, young people that were, like, uh, attracted to... Uh, that were also of... <laughs> <not pickled. laughs> Thank you for the uh, There were a lot of... Um, I would... Uh, like, I'd imagine if I were a 13-year-old girl, I'd be like, Oh, my God, Reese is so cute. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I never watched an outside age, so I don't know. Frankie Francis is was like, yeah, he's the uh, weird looking enough to be like. <laughs> well, I like weird looking guys. And like Dewey was on that movie Unfaithful, the uh, the Diane Lane one. She played their kid. Oh wow. Yeah, Richard Gere was he the lead? No, uh, Harrison Ford, right? No. Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie then. Hmm. A different movie, like yeah. where the guy cheats on <laughs> Diane Lane. Poor woman. Oh, it's her and uh, this other guy, this okay. artist guy or whatever. And then, I mean, <clears throat> I guess I'll spoil it. Uh, Richard Gere, whoever the lead is, murders the guy. Oh, okay. And uh, that's it. Wow. That's right. Where Check do they keep Facebook. coming up with these stories <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood? We're like Hollywood. They just keep churning out the heads. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess... The, uh, it was also the era where there was nothing on streaming, and so you would be like, you'd have to like appointment view. It was in before. I, yeah. There's maybe like what was the first thing that recorded shows? Is like TiVo or whatever. TiVo, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. if you were That's probably like, insanely early. rich, yeah. you had that or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I had VCR um, Plus. Do you ever have that? No. Where you just put like a four digit code in on your VCR and it would record the show. Oh. You wouldn't have to set the timer. You just put in like Whoa. whatever. Whatever VCR Plus number was in the TV guide. Yeah. Whoa, really? Yeah. But that was appointment viewing, though. Just like, okay, on Sunday night, I have to watch the new Malcolm. Right. And so it meant, like, way more to have uh, your your audio placement, like a music placement, uh, Mm -hmm. like in a show that was being watched by probably... And that's a show show like that that's a middle, like an upper to middle echelon show. They probably had, like, nine or ten million viewers, Mm -hmm. like, the day of. Right. Because it's like... It's on right after football and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, now, like, when shows are Netflix, doesn't Netflix take out the songs a lot of times? 
Or like they don't have the license. Yeah, they'll like, like generic songs. Sometimes or they wait forever to put yeah, something out because so of like, the music licensing. It's like, like the state that took forever to come out. Right. Of that. Yeah, this show uh, is definitely like you know reruns constantly too. Mm-hmm. That's some more mailbox money. Syndication. Yeah. More zigies. Anyway, enough about Malcolm and Hartzell Ray Patterson agrees with me as they comment. Everyone keeps talking about Malcolm in the Middle. It's great this reminds you of that show, but this song came out in 1999, before that show. I was a sophomore in high school when it actually used to play on the radio at one time. This is how I remember it. Blasting on a car radio, driving to school, and hanging out with friends. Man, those were the days. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a weird flex, too, just like... Um, I remember hearing this on the radio two years prior to it being on television. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> Losers. This is such a weird brand of nostalgia, like, I found doing this show. Like, I just remember listening to the radio in the car and driving to school. Not, like, some moment in your yeah. life. Just, like, yeah, this played in the car when I was driving to school. Like, that's not... Yeah, it that's wasn't not something a... built up, like... Um, it was the 4th of July, I just had my first kiss, yeah, and the, like... the fireworks begin to go off, and suddenly <laughs> this song played faintly in the background, um, as I held her hand and knew we would be together forever. <laughs> we weren't. We divorced yeah, We went different ways, <laughs> but she'll always have a piece of my heart. It's like, Sharon. <laughs> I blasted this song. <laughs> that seemed a little too uh, real, that story. Oh no, I have no... Uh, high school memories involving <laughs> I have no high school <laughs> involving any romantic partners. Aww. Well, on that note, okay, I guess we'll move on <laughs> from Tyler's depressing life of high school to Brian Alexis, who writes. Not to mention, but this song I've seen better days sounds kind of almost sort of reggae, even if it's not really reggae. But this song does sound sort of reggae, the way the music of it goes. <laughs> if you read that in Tim Robinson's voice. <laughs> I'm just saying it sounds a little reggae. But not the way, the way that it sounds is reggae. It's not reggae. The way that it sounds is reggae. Whoa, we got Tim in studio here. We got wow. a celebrity. The voice wasn't the same, but the cadence. The the cadence, yeah. 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 My Peter Griffin's pretty good. Does this sound sort of like... We did in Peter Griffin's voice. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow, Lois. Oh, Lois. Oh, Brian. Lois. Stewie. (laughs) Oh, reggae. Um... Uh-oh. Maybe no, let no, no. maybe <laughs> I tread carefully. Maybe let me t- let me let him tell me himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't out him. Don't out him. Ray. Uh, do you believe the sound? The song sounds a little reggae. Um, no, not really. Yeah, me neither. It sounds more like it's like a pop song with some rock funk edges, funk influence. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, let's move up to uh, subliminal stimuli. This song reminds me of my childhood. Convinced that everything was so difficult and it could only get better from there. Now I'm a husband and father of two. This song reminds me not to let my children live my life, but to create their own regardless of dispositions and always know in their hearts that no matter how life turns out in a day's time, just try to make it better and have faith that it will. Because it can always get drastically worse. 
the second they assume it can't. <laughs> By the way, this song is Citizens King. I've seen better days. <laughs> Citizen Kings, I've seen better days. This isn't like uh Yeah, Pavarotti or Pavarotti or <laughs> Enigma. Re- return to innocence. I thought it was gonna go a different way, like now I'm a husband and father too, and my life fucking sucks, and I wish <laughs> yeah. I was a child. <laughs> It was actually kind of sweet. This is like a, it's like reverse Varsity Blues. I don't want you to have my life. I want you to make your own way in life. I don't care if you play quarterback. Um, the uh, like the message is really good, but then I just imagine like, um, I'm sure you run into this as well. Just like, why are people leaving such lengthy, detailed yeah. YouTube comments? Uh, what's missing in their life? Yeah, either they really think what they're saying is like extremely important or they're they're looking for that endorphin hit of like oh, yeah. whoa i got 43 upvotes or whatever yeah. right um like, so probably sucks ass as a dad and he's like oh I, I try to live like this and really he's just like on youtube all day long while his kids are over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like like what else what else okay he's like Jameer Quire, virtual insanity this okay. does smell like reggae or sound like reggae <laughs> Hey, you smell like Greg. I know what that smells like. Check our episode from last week, 420. Who knows? I, you know, subliminal stimuli. At least they got a good name. Yeah, way better than what? Uh, what's that guy? Coffin flop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Coffin, coffin cheater. Coffin cheater. <laughs> You're cheating on my coffin with this one over here. <laughs> okay, let's just move on from from that to Timothy Iverson. Ten years ago. Wow. Yeah, he's not Alan Iverson. He doesn't have the answer. He has mm. the comment. He's not talking about practice. One of those songs that comes along ever so often, you won't ever forget. I'm an old man of 61, and I can say, this is well-written song and well-performed. Call me if you want to. I've been listening to music on the radio for over 50 years, and feel I can still find a good song now and then. Some new band that has that, like, rock on. <laughs> So, so just doing the math, he was like thirty-eight when he <laughs> yeah. like when he heard this. <laughs> he waited till he was sixty-one to like find yeah, or forty-one or, like, or yeah, yeah, find it on uh, YouTube and comment on it. This is like a real uh, Malcolm Gladwell deal. He's got his ten thousand hours in of listening to the radio. Yeah, he thinks he's, <laughs> so an he's an expert now. <laughs> and there's a lot of Malcolm references on this one. Yeah. Uh, it's like Who that Malcolm X quote. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> want to ask a depressing question? Do you think Timothy Iverson is still alive? Oh, d- Do you think he's 71 now and still thinking the song rocks on? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he might have one foot in the hole, but I want to hope that he's, <laughs> he's with us still. His new post is like, I fought in Korea, but these K-pop artists really got some good <laughs> stuff going. I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me of my sins. I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> Here's another oldie from 10 years ago from Toxic Mischief. This song reeks of the late 90s, but there is still something about that time I love. Maybe it's just because of the new millennium coming up. There was a stink type of music coming out then that still holds up. Yeah, we gotta step it up. Uh, there's about to be a new millennium. <laughs> And, and we're gonna lose all our so- all our computers with one. We gotta put some DJ shit in the background, right? This is our last chance to do it. Show them the future is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't play by their rules of not scratching vinyl vaguely in the background. <laughs> 
Okay, I have a comment here from Colwyn. First, it's Berenstain. Then this song isn't sublime. We're in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> this, is not, this is not a Mandela effect. Also, yeah, Mandela, the guy that died in prison. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called Mandela effect, not the Twilight Zone. It's not called mislabeled LimeWire effect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your, uh, like, the go-to? Like, were you a Napster um, household? Were you a LimeWire? I had Napster, but I eventually Kazaa became... Kazaa was one. Yeah, I think I had Kazaa and LimeWire. Because one of them you get, like, TV episodes off of. They would take a long time to download, yeah. though. We were mainly Napster. Okay. And then I think we kind of, um, at, like, my mom's house, it'd be one, and um, at my dad's house, and then eventually I think we got a virus from right. a LimeWire file. <laughs> eventually and both computers exploded. We were going to get sued if we if we downloaded a LimeWire song, so. Yeah. Um, and then I just either lost my interest in music or was like, well, I guess I have to buy stuff now. I hadn't either. Our internet was way too slow, and I wasn't smart enough. You had to, like, ask a friend at school, in my case, like, hey, can you give me a CD with these songs on it? Yeah, would you burn me the ska version of the song Gin and yeah. Juice, please? I really like reggae. Will you give me uh, Better Days by <laughs> Citizen King? <laughs> um, I like the song Back That Ass Up by Juvenile, but can I have the Big Gay Al version <laughs> from South Park? Uh, so while you're there, you might as well throw on that Chocolate Salty Ball song. Since you're, yeah. since you're there. And... Let's just throw on Brown Eye Girl, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of my mixes had that on for some reason. <laughs> Who did it? Just like, I have an extra three minutes left on this <laughs> verbatim CD that I'm going to burn for a girl I like. <laughs> Even though she has blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to our final comment of the week from the DeHart family. <laughs> We were so close to being real brothers and sisters, so close to loving each other, wanting the best for each other, and no one had a lane, because all the lanes were open, and we were starting to see each other blend. But it swung into a place that feels horrible, and I see this band of dudes just being, playing music, and I hope our kids are able to pull this whole world out of this hole of misery we've spun our tires in for 20 plus years. (laughs) <laughs> Misery hole. I thought they closed yeah. that place down. <laughs> hey, before we get back to the episode, just a reminder you can follow Music Was Better on all forms of social media at Music Was Better or check out our link tree at linktree slash music was better. Let's get back to the episode. So for our second song, we picked uh, Longview by Green Day, because you are uh, the lead singer of a band called the Green Day Packers. Yeah, a band that's never made any money, uh, that has two very recognizable trademarked names. (laughs) Um, So yeah, don't sue me, uh, please. But yeah, it's it's a novelty band where we do the music of the band Green Day, and the songs are about the Green Bay Packers football team. So we do have a song that is a 
version of this song. It's Wrong View. It's about Aaron Rodgers, uh, basically, and his wrong views on um, a pandemic and, and vaccinations. And it's a great, great old. That's a great old song. It is. Um, and we performed it once, and my voice uh, like really gave out, and I lost it the day before the show, and so it wasn't the best. And uh, I'm learning. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> just the yeah, bad time. Back. Oh God! <laughs> uh, he's a good quarterback, actually. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm learning that a lot of our songs too. Like, um, I, I we've been a band for long enough that I have to like update the songs now. Where it's like, like why did I write that song about like Devonte Adams? Uh, because he's on the Raiders now, so right. wasted. You know. Like, like a good song and oh. I wrote lyrics to something and memorize them all to like <laughs> uh, play it three times and uh, have to update it or just never play it again but there's a few that are like evergreen ones and stuff too <laughs> yeah the way the business goes yeah well it's a great band I love it we are hoping to do more stuff but it's like one guy's moving away mm. the other two guys have like wives and homes and kids and like other things to live for so uh besides the band it's hard to <laughs> have a normalcy but i think <laughs> um i think i might um i'm just gonna do one throat clear here okay. uh, you could leave it in or whatever <clears throat> way better uh, <laughs> i think i'm going to uh like recruit uh, like other people who know how to play green day songs for like uh, like out of town shows or whatever, where it's just right. like, "Hey, do you want to play in Green Bay?" No, okay. Well, um, I know a person that lives in Oshkosh that uh, mm. like can play the guitar for this song <laughs> for this one show or something. So I'm hoping to do it a little bit more. Often. Or maybe you could just nice. like get a karaoke machine and be solo. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the whole thing's really sad. It's it's like having to like explain to. <laughs> Like my girlfriend's friends, like what the band is, and I'm like, uh, please respect me. Still, <laughs> it's mostly a joke, but I also take it seriously. Uh, I, but yeah, uh, the people who get it, get yeah, the it. real ones, you know, the, yeah, the real OGs. Yeah, it's all the real ones who want a song referencing uh, like a long retired running back named Amon Green and his <laughs> attempt to have the team rushing record. Um, it just sort of blends. It's a, it's like a really goofy thing to do to be musically active. Um, but also to like, uh, do things that like, you know, music that, um, if you don't like the Packers, you might at least like the songs right. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, and we play some more obscure ones as well. Um, and then if you're into the Packers, it's a thing that hasn't really been done. I mean, there are like a lot of novelty songs and a lot of like, what if we did it? This version of a Lil Wayne song, or what if we did a Beck song like this one band CWA did? Um, Cheeseheads with attitude. Uh, like I'm a cheesehead baby, the pride of Wisconsin. Like rather than loser baby, why don't you kill me? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a fun thing to kind of like look forward to a few times a year, and a reason to meet up with some friends that I don't really see otherwise. Yeah, well, I think they're awesome. I do too. Hopefully, biggest fans. You can probably find the little video of it on the. Milwaukee Record YouTube channel, so. Yeah. 
I don't know that I'm happy it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. It'll leave a comment, and maybe that'll be on one of our episodes. We might have one shows, day. yeah, in the Ooh. the Metro Milwaukee area. Maybe, like I said, <laughs> we'll do some shows in actually Green Bay itself or something. Okay. Awesome. Check it out. That's a uh, wrong view. Let's talk about long view. Yeah. Long view. <clears throat> long view is the debut single by Green Day and the first by the band to top the Billboard. Modern Rock Tracks chart in the U.S. The song received heavy airplay on MTV and is credited with breaking Green Day into mainstream popularity. Mm -hmm. It's the first one from the album Dookie. Uh, They had a few records before that, but this is like their breakout one by far. And um, it's weird because this isn't like a lead single sort of song. It's it's longer than most radio stuff, unless they really, really like lost certain parts of it, if they got rid of a verse or whatever, because it's like nearly four minutes long, I think. And it's, uh, it like really takes a while to kind of get to the, uh, the louder, more like anthemic, right. Like, you know, memorable parts. <laughs> and it's all about like, like, yeah, beating off alone and being depressed basically. <laughs> um, so, uh, you think of like basket case, that is, uh, I think that was their second single on that. Right. One. And then when I come around and those are both way more, radio ready i think this is the i think i saw this is the longest song on the album oh really because the rest are like punk songs are like two and a half minutes long yeah and so like maybe that's maybe that had something to do with it just like how long it was like let's go with that first because it's actually long hmm. but I, I don't know they do have yeah they're i think the intro song is is like burnout and it's is less than two minutes right <laughs> So it really sets the album tone, but then it's not something where you want to have it on the radio and then, like, mm-hmm. um, it's over before it starts. Right. Well, this song is about being bored, lonely, and feeling like a complete loser. Lyrically, the song is about a day spent sitting around the house doing absolutely nothing of importance and masturbating until the days are no longer fun. Don't, please don't take it personally that I chose this song for you. <laughs> That could be important too. I mean, you're you're learning about yourself. You're <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait to see the comments on this one. Uh, Billy Billy Joe Armstrong said, "I was just in a creative rut. I was in between houses, sleeping on people's couches. It's a song about trying not to feel pathetic and lonely. I didn't think that masturbation was really seen from the point of view that I was looking at it." <laughs> In songs like Turning Japanese, it always seemed more about people pulling a pud or something. Yeah, that's a nickname for Dick. (laughs) Pulling pud. Okay. I was coming from a lonely guy's perspective. No girlfriend, no life, complete loser. It's almost like anti-masturbation, like... You're a loser. <laughs> you're a loser. Oh, you're going to come? Are you going to come now, you little loser? You're a fucking loser. <laughs> oh. I think you're going to have listeners isolating that part. Yeah. Well, please, nobody clip that. <laughs> the lyrics refer to masturbation as a means of escape. Take me away to paradise. Lead singer Billy Joe describes his masturbation habits at the time as chronic. <laughs> Yeah, that's only chronic eye indulgence. <laughs> Billy Joe was inspired to write a song like The Pretender's Message of Love, but felt they needed a good bass line, which Mike Durnt delivered. That's their... Oh, yeah. 
of a good baseline. I was to say, that's their basis. <laughs> Actually, it's their uh, xylophone player. The bassist told Rolling Stone, when Billy gave me a shuffle beat for Longview, I was frying on acid so hard. I was laying up against the wall with my bass lying on my lap. It just came to me. I said, Billy, check this out. Isn't this the wackiest thing you've ever heard? Later, it took me a long time to be able to play it, but it made sense when I was on drugs. And it's a very memorable bass line. Yeah. Like, Thank you, acid. It's like a walking bass line that kind of... Right. Yeah. I wonder what it sounds like when you're on acid. <laughs> Shall we find out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. God is dead. The music video features a monkey, Billy Joe's idea, that the video's director, Mark Core, incorporated. Core said, I know it's weird having a monkey in there. Normally I don't like literal stuff, but sometimes literal works if you break it just right. There's a line in the song, and I lost the key. So I had the monkey go and pick up the key. So it's kind of like the monkey is the one who loses the key. It's not Billy who loses the key. It's, it's the, the monkey. monkey. <laughs> in a way, you could say that Billy is kind of the monkey. He's kind of like the masturbating monkey. All this stuff is sort of associated poetry, right? Uh, no. no. And the word key is in the, the name word monkey. monkey. Yeah. Man. Key. Monkey. Billy Joel. Masturbating. Billy Joel. They're both musicians. Wait, spanking I, the monkey. Spanking the monkey. Um, I had a shirt from uh, <laughs> a show a show a store the ball no, like, it was like Pacific Sunwear and it was like uh, a guy spanking a monkey on his lap and it said don't spank the monkey oh man and I wore it to school and they made me turn it inside out cowards and that's when I knew no, I was you punk. should have said perverts <laughs> this is just my pet monkey he was naughty Hey, I know you don't like literal things sometimes at this school, but sometimes that gets a point across. Yeah. I guess I can crash out this interview question. How long have you been a rebel? Because we just found out. Um, I apologize. <laughs> I haven't done anything wrong since. Um, Longview was nominated for a Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance, <laughs> losing to Plush by Stone Temple Pilots. The music video was nominated for three MTV Music Video Awards in 1994, Best Group Video, Best Alternative Video, and Best New Artist. Hmm. Um, Cryin' by Aerosmith won Best Group Video. Nirvana, Heart Shaped Box won Best Alternative Video. And Counting Crows, Mr. Jones won Best New Artist. What a year. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, what's his name, Adam Duritz or whatever, went on, <laughs> I went on stage to accept the Moon Man. I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! He just looked out at the crowd and picked the hottest three <laughs> female celebrities. You're coming home with me. <laughs> yep. Imagine losing what a time. to Steven Tyler. Is crying the one that his daughter is in? Yeah, it was that um, her and Alicia, Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I knew I would say the wrong one. Is that one. crying? Like, or is it crazy? Jump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Either way. Or is it Angel? They had a run in there. It was like crying, crazy, crazy amazing. <laughs> amazing, yeah. Pink. Uh, that song from Armageddon. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. I do want to miss hearing this song. <laughs> 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 
The song was ranked, Longview, the song was ranked at number three on the list of best singles of 1994 by Rolling Stone. It did not rank on Rolling Stone's 50 best songs of the 90s list. It's like the third best song on that record, I think. Yeah, I don't think any uh, Green Day was on that list, though. Seems like We've talked about that list before. I don't like it. Why would you only have 50 best songs of the 90s? Yeah, it should be 90. Yeah. Oh, it's right there in front of you. Yeah. Rolling Stone, hire this man. Or 100. Yeah. <laughs> like 50, that's only what? They're probably just busy that week. Year. Mm, very busy interviewing Billie Eilish. They probably published that like in the year 2000. No, they published <laughs> right. it last year. <laughs> oh, last year they published it? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. I made that up to make my joke work. <laughs> Um, well, when the song is performed live, the band will often pull up a fan to sing. What if that would happen to you, Tyler? Would you be able to do it? No, I would actually do you... the Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, what if you the Aaron version? And then you would go viral. Oh, man. And it's like, we're all on acid. This sounds so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, is he saying, where is my ivermectin? <laughs> Rather than, where is my motivation? <laughs> In 2015, the band were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, with pop punk band Fall Out Boy inducting the band at the ceremony. Game recognized game. Fog. Yeah. Fall Out Boy. So we got for Longview. Any uh, any more thoughts about this song? No, it's good. I like the bassline a lot. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I like the shame based aspect of it, but it was also the '90s where there wasn't. I feel like there weren't a lot of people really talking about, yeah, like sexual positivity. That was like considered woke back then. Even just saying that you masturbate, like, yeah. whoa, this dude is woke. <laughs> Wait until they, they get to the current years where they talk about female masturbation. Too hey, far. Too far. Music really was better. Um, <laughs> Does not exist. I, you know, I when I pull these comments for these songs, I listen to the songs like on repeat usually, and. uh I know it's like four minutes long, but I always wish it was longer. I could, yeah. I could go for one more. I could go for one more. Like a uh, lot of it one is, more chorus. <clears throat> the reason I think it is as long is because there's that kind of like lead in with like the drums mm-hmm. and then the boop, 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 Like, and then it gets into the actual song. I right. think they waste about 35 seconds that uh, they didn't necessarily need. It helps to set the mood and like the tone, but um, I would be fine to have one more. Masturbating. Uh, like the chorus is just so good, and uh, once it finally gets rolling, like it's just a really good song. So I don't know. I guess I wouldn't want to change it, but if we were working on some edits for like, right. well, we want to have one more chorus in there. Hey, I know you guys have sold Losing millions of albums, but we got a few notes for you. <laughs> like, we're not American idiots here. We know what we're doing. <laughs> well, we're not American idiots. We are on the boulevard of broken dreams. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't think you're on that. I mean, you're right by a pizza hut. Uh, uh, not to out we, your we location. We do live on Wing Street. <laughs> yeah. like you've out pizza the hut. That's how, that's how close you are. You've learned how to out pizza the hut. Okay, well, let's get into some the YouTube comments. comments. Woohoo. Here's our first comment from Miles. If you've ever lived alone or just been inside alone for any extended period of time, this song really be hidden different. 
<laughs> wow. I, I think this was written either pre-pandemic or right before. Just any, <laughs> just like any period of time. Like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gone to the bathroom? You this song be hitting different. <laughs> have you been in the same room as a parent and they look away for <laughs> literally thirty seconds? <laughs> It do be hidden. <laughs> really be hidden different. Uh, here's another comment from Dimension Seven. I'll never forget rushing the stage at Lollapalooza in 1994 when this song first came out, and Green Day was just starting to get big. So much energy. It was great. I still think about the blue-haired girl I went home with that night too. I miss her. Shout out to you, Don. Hit me up. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The LOL at did. the end is so like protective. He really yeah. answered. Yeah, yeah, but like LOL. <laughs> Don't please be reading this. I'm so lonely, LOL. <laughs> I might uh, commit suicide, LOL. I'd leave my wife. I'd leave, I have a family, but I'd leave them. I'm so, yeah. I'm so upset. LOL, yeah. LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> wow. I mean, I was going to say it. That person is a badass, but then I was like, you've been thinking about <laughs> the blue-haired girl since 1994. Yeah. Hit me up. It's, Dawn, uh, if what, you're it's, it's roughly 30 years later. Yeah. yeah. She might be a blue hair in a, um, in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, only, like, no once blue. they reaches her day, they die their blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another comment from BasicMs24. Makes me want to be 18 again. My friend and I would play this in his mom's basement and jump around like idiots before responsibilities. Sigh. <laughs> like, uh, you can still jump around. Yeah. And you were 18, but you didn't have any responsibilities? <laughs> That's kind of sus. <laughs> yeah, no busboy job on weekends. <laughs> yeah. No college applications. No, uh... No high school. Nothing. Just Just fishing. masturbating with my friend in his mom's <laughs> basement. <laughs> Uh, here's another one from Joseph Hickman. Saw this on my cell phone while temporarily in a mental hospital. Made me realize I wasn't crazy. The staff there were crazier than the patient. Than the patients. One flew the cook's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> it was, like, was that an autocorrect? Well, they did see it on their cell phones, so maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They... It's such a ducking good song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to... I'm ch Do they let you have your cell phone in a mental hospital? It wouldn't seem like uh, it would help your mental state at all. Yeah, especially if all you're doing is looking at this song. Certainly doesn't help mine. I feel like One Flew the Cook's Nest would be like... <laughs> it's like a new reality show or something where Bobby Flay inside a, um, a, a, a mental health institution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should be. I hate Bobby. It's Flay. a reality show about. I want to beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> There's a, another comment here from Sir Lord Whitman. Funny how the new generation thinks us thirty-somethings are a bunch of old fogies, but look at the kind of shit we were listening to slash playing back then. Hardly a difference to music these days. My son listens to this and doesn't believe it when I tell him it came out in 94. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when does he think it came out? Like He thinks it's modern. Day? Yeah. Mm. I know that had to be 93. <laughs> <laughs> you sure, Dad? You're dead. You high on acid again. Uh, help. A special segment coming up. Reply Guy Corner. Ooh. 
So what this is, is the first comment isn't the important one. It's the reply. That's where the action comes, okay? Okay, so... So Shy Girl, Shy Girl wrote something, and I'm sure a man had something to say in response to her <laughs> about how she was wrong or how... Uh, what she could do... I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> oh, Men no. replying? That doesn't <laughs> sound like them. <laughs> I miss these times when bands just played what felt good, looked however they wanted, good times, good music. So then we got a reply from Two Wheel Terror. <laughs> LOL. They didn't look however they wanted, really. They just didn't think about it too much and didn't care. Now the current young generation is so self-absorbed and obsessed with their social media. They have to treat everything like a trend. We were completely against those trends in those days. Yeah, we all decided we were against the trend. (laughs) (laughs) We all signed a pet. You know, Hands Across America, that's what it was about. (laughs) We were uh, completely against trends in those days and hated the media trying to cram things down our throats, which is why Green Day is wearing clothes that honestly looked plain back then. It was the only way to get to us. What? (laughs) <laughs> Nobody tried too hard to be anything in particular, and I really miss that. Now everything is a trend. Give even the stuff me and my dumb friends wore back in 94, simply because it was cheap and our parents would buy it for us. I feel sorry for kids nowadays. They are really clueless and have nothing solid to call their own anymore. A generation of followers. Pity. Wow. <laughs> All of that from, what, a 12-word comment? (laughs) (laughs) Shy girl? And that's the thing you feel bad for the youth of America or the world about. Like, we literally have, like, what, 90 years left as a planet? (laughs) Uh, Because of all extremely preventable stuff that, like, we and especially people older than us uh, put zero work into doing. (laughs) And we're talking about how the trends... I pity this generation. And just, like, the generalizations, too. A lot of these are just, like, steeped in, like, this is what everyone does now. This is the way it was for everyone back then. Yeah. Right. And in reality, it's just, like, um, I feel like it's a different version of the same thing. Right. I mean, yeah. History, like, repeats itself same and is really cyclical. Was. Yeah, there was boy bands that were very, Yeah, they were know. called the monkeys back then. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, not to get off on another monkey thing. <laughs> Here we come. The monkeys were the, the monkeys key lost to the music. Key. Oh my god. He had a great television, the... that's for sure. <laughs> uh, which R.I.P. Uh, I think the second to last. Every, yeah, every member. All monkeys are dead? At least two. No. Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay, here's a... <laughs> no, I'm just uh, reading ahead in this comment. It's going to be quite the adventure. Because three years ago, Matt Morse wrote a painful state of hedonistic filth. I bought Dookie the Day was released because I saw this video on MTV. I was huffing household cleaners with my friends at the time. (laughs) One of my friends who has since overdosed stole my cassette shortly after I bought it. The music went along with our lifestyles, literally. Most of my crew is dead from drugs. I can't tell you how many times I should have died, but I can tell you not to worship people and pattern your life after degenerance. 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 (laughs) Degenerance. Degenerance. It only causes pain. Death. Jesus is the answer. (laughs) Well. Yeah, that's the thing where, I mean, not to go off on some weird soapbox. Oh, please do. um, I'm happy that that person um, is not dead and that they found help. I'm sorry for all the loss that they've (laughs) experienced. 
I'm not. But it's not the music's fault that that like this stuff happened. Like the music existed and these other people existed. They did something mm-hmm. in between. Exactly. <laughs> that's not directly affiliated with the music. And then to like be blaming it on the uh like the behaviors of a person singing a song that's meant for entertainment. Right. And yeah. the, the thing expressing is expressing himself artistically. It's with not, this song especially, like there's not a line like do some drugs and light my you know it's yeah. off that four oh nine. Yeah, it didn't say giddy up four nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are you kidding me, Matt Morse? But yeah, I mean and then to um it's just like the people that alcoholics or whatever and then they're just like no the only answer is no one should ever yeah. drink because i once had an issue with it and i found god i found god so everyone has to find not just a god they have to find my god yeah and they have to uh they have to get rid of everything that i eventually got rid of yeah um after indulging in it for as long as i felt was a necessary amount of time <laughs> right and you know it was never my fault it was the music's fault and yeah but at least I found Jesus, and Jesus told me it was the music's fault. Yeah, it's just another generalization to have to be like... Yeah, you and your friends were going to be doing drugs no matter what was on the radio. Yeah. It's not... It doesn't have nothing to do with Green Day. I wonder if they put this comment on, like, a bunch of other songs. <laughs> all their all their favorites <laughs> from the day. Yeah. All these songs are about huffing household cleaners. <laughs> yeah, lit my own worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, you shouldn't be going on the front lawn in your car. <laughs> um, our taxes, uh, they pay for the upkeep of streets, and you just be blatantly jumping the curb. Insults Uncle Sam. That's why I found God. Amen. Move on to Maria Molin. I've got three Green Day tattoos and have no issue getting more. Spent $562 so far. <laughs> They're pretty badass, though. Hashtag Green Day for life. You know, because of the dollar amount being so specific, they didn't, yes. uh, hey, there's no way they left a tip. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> like, also, I could see the people that are like, I don't know if I should tip on a, uh, like, you know, carryout order uh, mm-hmm. if I'm just walking into this restaurant or whatever. I mean, I usually do, even in that sense, with everything yeah. how it's been going, yeah, right, uh, with the restaurant industry and stuff, but like. That's one thing where it's, like, debatable. <laughs> and then there is, uh, like, okay, that's exactly how much I owe. Okay, I'm going to add up these. 562. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, no tip. I paid you for your service. That's yeah. enough. And they say it like it's a brag. Yeah. Like, three tattoos. I mean, those must be pretty big tattoos. If three tattoos total 562. Or a lot of shading. They have no yeah. issue getting more. Well, they're gonna. They have no issue getting. Honestly, though, if you're a tattoo artist and you're giving someone a Green Day tattoo, that should just be like, it's just such an honor to do it. You probably won't even want a tip. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the tattoos are like Billy Joe, or Mike Dirt, <laughs> Trey Cool, American Idiot? Uh, what's the next one? The guy that plays live. Uh, like the second guitar player for live shows. <laughs> Green Day for life. Let's move up to Expected Lime from five years ago. <laughs> you can't call yourself a Green Day fan, but only like Dookie. A true fan likes all their stuff, not just one album. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the gatekeep. There. Yeah, exactly. I know, like, I'll, I'll like whatever I want to like, and I'm not going to like the 
weird political stuff. Well, and why are you they know? <laughs> commenting it on the a song that came out on Dookie? Or they're just trying to shame everyone else who's right. Yeah, just to let yeah, there's a lot of comments like, this is when they were good, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know one of the most popular back. bands of all time? Well, I only like this one album. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> or you have to like the entire body of work. That's just why like, I'm a true fan. Let people like what they like. And also, you are allowed to just like one album because that's where that band was at that moment, too. It's an expression of that, that like, you know, spot in their, their artistic arc. You know, I mean, like, I feel like The Strokes, they put out, like, one extremely good album, one nearly as good album, one, like, okay album, you know? That's just <laughs> right. an example, but, like, there are bands that just really did it right one time, and then there are bands like Radiohead, where they're so um, extremely different, like, from album to album, where I mm-hmm. could see just being like, I just like Hail to the Thief. Right. Yeah. That's the only one, or... Uh, what's the one with the Benz? I think it's okay the name of it. Computer. Oh no, the one before that. Yeah, yeah I, think I don't it is know. The Benz. But it's just like there are. Um, I don't know. Like you can't just make a blanket statement. I guess I'm like really poking a hole in in all the comments, but it's everybody making generalizations. That's what they're here for. Statements. <laughs> it's everyone like making their own soapbox and then yelling from atop it for no one yeah. to hear or care about. I don't know. You make it like four likes. Yeah, and Maybe then what does that lead to? Drugs, apparently. <laughs> Hedonistic filth. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of tattoos. <clears throat> uh, here's another comment from Gabo Pena. <clears throat> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> this song made one want to respect all girls in general. It gave me maturity, sense of pleasure, with an honest opinion towards a girl. What? Just one girl. What song are you listening to? <laughs> yeah, it seems like a very... <laughs> Like, A to G logic. Like, yeah. I, by being shamed into not masturbating, I learned that I have to be respectful to women, so I may so obtain the love oh. of a, like, desirable partner. So and then like them to give me a hand job. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I respect a girl because like we of this We get the song. jobs, and we get the slacks, and then we get the money. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, if... You're writing this comment to be like, I'm an ally to women. This probably ain't the place to find them, let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. Longview is not the place to pick up chicks, okay? Yeah. The comment section. Yeah, it's for She. That's also on this album. <laughs> that's a good song. Yeah, uh, really good bass line on that one, too. And Mike Dern. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. A lot of acid. <laughs> Here's a comment from Zero Times 777. Which is uh, zero. Huh? Uh, obviously, I didn't have to <laughs> use my calculator. <laughs> Holy shit. Two decades? Where did my time go? I got bad news. It's about to be three. True. <laughs> 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 I remember how I felt like this song really describes me back when it came out. Still does, actually. Proof that having a job that pays more than the average person can spend in a lifetime doesn't change Jack. The song still rocks like it did back then. And no. Their new stuff ain't worse. They changed, of course. Most people do. I mean, hey, two decades? That's enough time for a human to grow up from birth to adulthood. (laughs) And to get a really good job. (laughs) You make more than a lot of people could ever dream of. Yeah. Still writing comments on YouTube and pulling pud. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I guess, proof that money doesn't buy happiness, huh? Mm-hmm. That that is a because if the song being lonely and jacking off perfectly describes you then and now, 
That's proof that having a job that pays more than the average person can spend in a lifetime doesn't change Jack. Or jacking off. And it's not like the average person makes in a lifetime. Yes. Is able to spend. <laughs> right. But I don't make any money, but I'm really good at spending it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know Brewster's Millions? I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> the average person I can spend. I do it. <laughs> um, I guess that's why I'm not average. I can, I can handle it. I guess we'll move on to Quark. He's a legend just by the fact that he put the words mother and masturbation so close each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what you took out of the song? Okay. Quark. Ahead of his time, really. Yeah. Really? Billy was trying to tell us about the future of porn and we weren't listening. <laughs> he invented it future of porn. <laughs> He's a futurist. Shaming and mother yeah, familial yeah. relations. <laughs> Ivo H. Soares wrote two years ago, Who knew my biggest idols would illustrate my days so well? Almost 30 years after Longview was released, my cock is already cramped and I can't take the news anymore. <laughs> Please come to Rio as soon as the pandemic is over. Eternal love for my favorite band. <laughs> what if Green Day was reading that? <laughs> we gotta get to Rio, yeah. Billy. <laughs> they had Rio on their list of tour dates and they just like cross it off. Yeah. Let's go to Brazil. Uh, maybe a too personal question, but can a cock get cramped? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to bring in an expert to answer that question. Uh, Ivan Soares? <laughs> uh, Green Day, not just a big band in the United States, you know, big all over the world. Obviously, Rio. So we actually have a comment from uh, Italy, because we do this thing called the Google Translate Comment of the Week. Google me, Google me, Google me. Okay. We use the always correct Google Translate. Never less a stone. To, cut, to uh, translate a song from mm -hmm. A comment from another language. And this person, Lorenzo Chow, very... Wait, is his name Lorenzo Goodbye? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, very Italian name. Lawrence Goodbye. <laughs> hey, Larry Goodbye. Larry Goodbye. <laughs> uh, this is the song that gives me the most energy, despite the fact that you talk about being on the sofa... Scratching your balls and shooting your hand jobs. <laughs> and this must make us think in some way. <laughs> shooting your hands. <laughs> Spider Manning? Is that what he's doing there? Ew. Shooting your shot. <laughs> no, shooting your hand jobs. <laughs> Literally shooting your shot. Maybe yeah. he's filming them. Shooting them on the camera. Scratching your balls and shooting, <laughs> shooting your hand jobs. Well, this huh? must make us think in some way. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was the last comment, so I guess we will think in some way. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shoot our balls. Uh, well, that's our show. Tyler, thank you for coming. Yeah, I hope you don't Thanks, regret Tyler. having me on. This is a way longer episode than most because um, I don't think you factored in. Because you're so would be funny. So verbose and uh, funny. I'd have random asides about high school shirts I used to own. You know, this is the information that listeners crave, you know? Mm. Yeah, the anecdotes. <laughs> we love uh, it. But yeah, this is a lot of fun. And um, 
We're not saying I want to be the next guest, but I would be happy to be on at some point in the oh. future if you want. If you have any other Yay. Milwaukee themes or general stuff or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be taking you up on that offer. You could do one from the pool, maybe, next time. It could be oh. like pool party songs. Yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, listeners love when you're <laughs> not in a good setting for recording and you do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, hearing the honking of horns and the gentle flow of water the whole time. And then that you got Pizza Hut saying, Pizza Hut, <laughs> yeah. Main Street. Yeah, try to owe Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, come fucking on, dare you. <laughs> Manager with her shirt off. <laughs> screaming. Yeah, Craig Robinson in the background. Hey, that, that, that'd be a Tuesday night. We'll make sure to do it on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, plug here? I guess um, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to other podcasts. And uh, you're not very picky, so <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just um, so I have one called My First Band, and it's me interviewing a different musician about uh, their musical background, like what they're up to now, but then we go all the way back to where it started and uh, all of the memorable moments along the way. I try to just ask the questions um, and not be a major focal point of the show. Um but yeah, we've had some like larger guests in the like the punk world, the uh, the yeah, folk and country variety. world, yeah. and a lot of like yeah, upcoming Milwaukee ones. Yeah, I've had some Grammy winners. The guy that wrote the song "Someone Like You," uh, who Ooh. also does a song "Closing Time." That should be one. Dan Wilson, um, he's a guest. I have Laura Jane Grace on this week uh, from Against Me. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Um, and Frank Turner. I've had some non musicians and just like people I want to talk to, like uh, who was on there, Kyle Kinane, really early yeah. on. The Doughboys. The Doughboys. Yeah, separately. Mm hmm. Both of them. Doughboy. Yeah. Each Doughboys. Dough yeah, overall. I've had one, I've had one collective Doughboy. <laughs> John Gabris. Yeah, John Gabris. Oh, yeah. That's um, a good episode. And yeah, I don't know. It's just. A fun show to do, and I hope the people enjoy listening to it. Well, I can't wait for Lord Jane Grace, my favorite. You already did that? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's coming out this week. Cool. Yeah, this week, Friday. So I don't know when these are released. Usually Tuesdays. Tuesday, I don't know. Yeah. It's your... yeah. So, so. Oh, wow. That'll be just a few days. So listen to that on Friday. Yeah. And we have 165 other episodes. So in the meantime, listen to those. Yeah, wow. get caught up. And yeah, Milwaukee Record, uh, if you're living in the Milwaukee area and you're not aware of it, what's wrong with your life? No. Yeah. Uh, we've been around for like eight years, and we write about local happenings, and uh, it's usually informative, if nothing else, and sometimes a little bit funny. And it's just fun. Unique. and Unique, yeah. yeah. A lot of good uh, guest, <laughs> guest writers don't there, live in too. Milwaukee. Yeah. A lot of really talented uh, guest writers. Yeah, we have just one a wrestling of, article but... out this week, Wednesday or Thursday, about the Hardy Boys, written by Vince. We've had Sam write some things in the past, too, about uh, <laughs> usually that one wrestling thing. Um, yeah, it was NXT. Yeah, NXT. NXT, or, but then Zello, I think. Didn't you guys work with each other? On oh, yeah. Too? Uh, we're about to be in festival out. season. So a lot of good content out there. Yep. Yeah, I curate so much content, you guys. You're like a Milwaukee influencer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel bad for Milwaukee if that's the case. <laughs> I don't. Hey, if you guys don't know anything about Milwaukee, you're more like under the influencer. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah that's, that's, really really funny. Funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, uh, this is sponsored by Pabst, and uh, I don't know. My dream. That'd be amazing. <laughs> we could be sponsored by maybe Milwaukee Reporter someday. Oh, yeah, maybe one day. Aim high. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for uh, this week's episode. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you. My name is Vince. My name's Sammers. We'll see you next time. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye.